There's a section that I'll add there that I don't know if you guys know about. Which one? Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. It's, uh, Let it be organic. <laughs> it's my dad was uh, Prince's teacher. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. See, there we uh, go. So we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. oh, we'll, we'll work that because we'll, yeah. uh, I mean, that, that's actually pretty interesting. I love the city. Seriously, I love this city because it's all it's all like it's all like six degrees of Prince, right? Like, dude, there's all these like interwoven connections and what have you. That's a shoot. You'd be hard pressed to get over two degrees. (laughs) Seriously, in this city. Yeah, in this city. It's the truth right there. Mark Bondi here with my co-host, DJ Dudley D. And we are telling the story of the people of Paisley Park. Back in the day, Prince would open up the doors of Paisley Park to all kinds of different folks, just average fans, average people. Weirdos. Weirdos, yeah, always weirdos. (laughs) The freaks. Um, And and Prince would open up the doors of Paisley Park, and he he did it again and again and again for, for decades. And we got people that were kind of part of that scene. We ain't talking to the people that went there once. We're not talking about the people who went there twice, three times. You know, we're talking about the people that went there hundreds of times, saw Prince perform, saw the parties, got close to uh, got close to him kind of in, in a different way than, than many of the masses that are out there. So we're telling those stories. We're getting them on wax. Want to share them with uh, the people. Want to share them with history. It's, it's pretty fun times. How you doing tonight, Dustin? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I am pumped up because we got, we got like... This is like the guest. We've been talking about it for months. Yeah, so we've been talking about it for months. And and really, just so you know, just so you all know, before we recorded an episode, like this was like the interview we wanted to do. This, this was it. That's a lot to live up to. It is a lot to live up to. But this man was like a legend. And, and he would yes. be there kind of standing tall above the crowd back in 95. And I was like, who is this man? He, he He's rocking his Stanford shirt, doing his thing. And dude. It, it it goes way back. <laughs> so we what? So so we got Jonathan Carter here. Yes, Jonathan, you ready? I'm I'm ready. Let's do this. And, and much much respect to you guys for doing this. I appreciate uh, you guys uh, recording all this, putting it out in history, and uh, yeah, you know, because these stories aren't told. So yeah, no one's telling these stories. Why do you think that is? Uh, well, I mean, the obvious things is to go to the, the entertainers, uh, the, the people that were, um, in the business and so forth that they're the famous people that people know or whatever, but there's, there's a whole scene of underground for yep. people, obviously in Minneapolis and Chicago, Detroit, um, Europe that, uh, were connected, you know? So, yeah, yeah. It's interesting these kind of various subcultures of Prince fans. Cause you get to know these people over the years. Yeah. And they kind of emerge, and you're like, oh, man, I didn't know this group existed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's wild. So tell us, just like before we get kind of into the deep Prince stuff, tell us who it's is... it's going to get deep. It's going to get real deep. <laughs> uh, tell us who is Jonathan Carter. Tell us about yourself. 
So Jonathan Carter uh, from Minneapolis um, grew up here, uh, actually went out to Bloomington, Jefferson. Uh, and then uh, my family is here. Uh, and then the, the interesting part is that I went off to college. And obviously you guys know about Stanford. Before that, I went to Washington University, St. Louis, okay. came back and then went out to Stanford for a while. And that'll connect to the stories that yeah. we have here. Um, and so now back here, have a family here. Um, working in information technology um, and doing my thing. Nice. Interesting. Did you grow up all your years in Bloomington? Were you always living in Bloomington? Uh, uh, in Minneapolis till I was about five. Okay. And then uh, Bloomington the rest of the time. Interesting. Yeah, I, I forgot that you were from Jefferson. So then you went to Washington University. Yeah. Uh, and then did you get your undergrad from there or did you transfer to Stanford? I got my undergrad from WashU, WashU University, and then uh, went, did uh, the graduate school out at Stanford. Okay, so that was the connection. So yeah. do you do you remember your earliest Prince times? I mean, you're growing up in the city. When, when was the first time you, like, heard about Prince? Well, so um, my first introduction was – kind of through my parents ironically and we had uh uh vinyls and at that time we had vinyl records and i remember there was uh, controversy in 1999 and stuff and i listened to that kind of stuff but um my dad was actually prince's uh, math teacher at minneapolis central really and so what, what grade um i i don't know what grade okay but my dad taught geometry it could have been 10th or yeah, something so, like somewhere that, in there but yeah, and so uh, both my dad, my mom was also at Minneapolis Central, so she she knew him and and things like that, and so um, that's that's how I you know introduced by my through my parents and then got to know him and things like that. Um, so what's, some good times. Do you know was Prince good at math? <laughs> my I dad, mean, does your dad, dad say you know? Yeah. <laughs> my dad said he was um, one an plus excellent, one plus one. No, and he was an excellent <laughs> student. He was actually very smart. Yeah, very wow. smart and very quiet. Yeah, always in the corner with the guitar, um, practicing and things like that. But but really smart. Um, so, so so yeah. So your dad said he's bringing the guitar to class. I don't think it was in class. Okay, but outside. Of but class. just outside of class, yeah. he was just like he saw him. when when you saw him walk in the halls, like the dude was just rolling yeah. with a guitar. Yeah. So an interesting thing though. So Minneapolis Central, right? And this was I'm guessing the late '70s maybe early i think it was late 70s so my mom also was at minneapolis central and um she was talking about a story where um the bell had just rung and people had dismissed to their classes or whatever and and she was in the hall and she um saw this young man out in the hall she's like um you need to get to class and he just looked down and she's like you hear me you need to get to class and she she looked and she's like are you prince and it turned out that it, it was Prince, um, but it was like a couple years after he had graduated, really? right? And he really? was still he was at the school, but so he was walking the halls, and she's like, "You know what, Prince?" And this is what this is what she told me. She's like, "I saw you the other night on uh, the Midnight Special with Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. Yeah, you remember that show, <laughs> Wolfman Jack, the Midnight Special." Yep. If you don't, yeah. look it up, yeah. Google it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I saw you on on the midnight special. Um, don't ever wear leotards on a show <laughs> like that again. So, so she was reprimanding him. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so he, he just kind of, you know, shook his head or he's really quiet. And then the word got out in the school that you know 
princes back in, t- in the school and so forth. Right. And so people started crowding and crowding. And so then, you know, the staff started ushering them off to another classroom off off the side. And then they made an announcement over the speaker that said, well, you know, Prince, he's gone. So return back to your class, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, they were just hiding him, right? <laughs> So That's they're crazy. hiding Prince and, yeah. and, and folks are like, <laughs> yeah, because at this point, like, is he famous, famous? He, well, so this this must have been, you know, he's the he's late dropped, 70s. So he's, you know, he's dropping some he, records and he, stuff like he, that. He's moving up. He's ascending. Yeah. You know, it's pre-1999 and things like that. So, but he it, he's, was there a reason why there. he was there? I don't know why it was there. Huh, okay. So, but get this. So the next day. My my mom goes into school and she goes um, to her office in her mailbox and in her mailbox there is a picture of Prince and he signed it. He said Violet. And my mom's name's Violet. She he goes, I promise uh, never to wear leotards on the midnight special again, Prince. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and did he? It, well, he never did. <laughs> No, he didn't. He didn't comment out at all about ass out jeans. But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. And yeah. she has that still. She still has of it. Course. Matter of fact, she was gonna give it to me, but then she's like, you know, I'm gonna keep this for myself. But you know, yeah, yeah, she might. The, you know. That is a that is a crazy <laughs> story. What, what did she teach? She taught English, and then she eventually moved into administration. So okay. she was an assistant principal and things like that. So did so he knew who she was though. When yeah, yeah, and, and she knew him obviously. Well, so I mean, and, and, yeah. I mean, and I think I mean his name was kind of ringing out at that point, right? So yeah. he's uh, he's a known entity doing his thing. So so did you f- you learned about him through your parents? There, yeah. what was their kind of take on him when you're growing up? Because you got to be. I mean, you're young at this point, right? Yeah, I mean, I you know what i'm not even 10 or whatever and um the the thing that i find is looking back on it is that how big of a fan probably my dad was and he didn't necessarily show it really i mean it was like he was really into like otis redding and sam cook and all those kind of things that was kind of his generation but he really was a big fan of prince because you know he took us to the purple rain concert you know i heard you guys talk about that at the uh met center yeah uh and it was a christmas show i don't remember if it's christmas eve or christmas day but i remember because prince gave on that concert he gave a christmas present it was this cool graphical image of rainbow or a thing like that and it was an awesome show out at uh met center so so are you only child you got brothers and sisters brother and sister i'm the uh, youngest one you're the youngest one yeah so are they rolling to the purple rain show with you is it like the whole carter if clan the, jumping that in the... was our christmas present we nice. went out to uh, the met center uh so your dad recognized early he was like this dude's yeah he's bad yeah he's yep. dope now as a matter of fact so there's one time and this was this now this was after Purple Rain and after Around the World in a Day, you know, and Prince had the Purple House, and, and my dad took us out to uh, Chanhassen to to see his uh, Purple House or whatever. And so yeah. we roll up there, and uh, you know we at up at the security guard gate, and my dad goes, "Yeah, Prince was my student," and the guard looked at us like. Yeah, and? <laughs> <laughs> and so we just, you know, saw out there and we, you know, turned around and <laughs> rolled out, yeah. rolled back. But you got to see the house and, yeah, you know, the guard, the I guess, was doing his job. Yeah. So so do you, I mean, you're going to Purple Rain. You got the music going on. Your parents yeah. obviously like him. Your dad's into him, which is really interesting. Now, I mean, do you get into him? Do you have this, like, deep affinity right away where you're like, dude, I just need some more Prince music? Or does that come 
it, later. It was kind of it was kind of building, you know. I was a little bit into 1999, not kind of the the traditional tracks, you know, the 1999 Little Red Corvette, but more so free and uh dmsr yeah and let's pretend we're married yeah those were kind of my jams back then i'd, I'd play those quite a bit and then it's just yeah. on at your house it's just playing so yeah. you're just listening to it like. yeah we we had the the old school you know huge console yep. with the uh um the record, record player in yep. the between the tv down below and stuff like that so yeah we had the vinyls playing and stuff like that and so so yeah i i, I kind of got into it then um and, and so, yeah, and then, you know, Purple Rain happened, and so. What happened with Purple Rain? I mean, obviously you saw the show, but what, <laughs> yeah. like, what did Purple Rain bring you to the next level? Well, I, I, that's where I got to see his showmanship. Um, he, he really had, uh, he did a, a really nice performance. Um, I, I really got into the revolution. Um, it, it, it just, it was, it was really cool. So when you saw him for the first time, what was that, what was that like? Um. You know, like I say, just just the fact that he was he was, of course he was. The music was good, but just the show was good. There there's a big show uh, put on on about it, and he he got you know at that time it was um, Wendy and and uh, uh, Mark and and so forth into it, and and Doc and and you know and Sheila E was uh, there for for that uh, tour and stuff and. Yeah, you know, it was it was really cool performance back then. Where were your seats for that first show? Uh, yeah, we were nosebleeds. No <laughs> <laughs> they're taking the whole family. They're taking the whole family. They got whole family. They got five nose. of them rolling. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gets expensive, that, I man. Think, I think that was the last time I was in nosebleeds for a print show. <laughs> really, really. Yeah. Cause, so that's your first show, and I mean, yeah. you end up seeing him live. How many times do you think, Jonathan? Uh, and that's in excess of a hundred times, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. dude, you got, you, you, yeah, you are. <laughs> that like, number, that number is low for that, sure. That number, <laughs> there is, there is, there's no doubt that that number is low. Cause I mean, yeah, I, yeah there's no a yeah. hundred times. I would, Come yeah. on, Jonathan. I would, per, I would personally estimate that you're over 200. Yeah. There's, okay, there's so, no way, okay. there's no way Jonathan didn't yeah. see more than like. I, I think well, he's more on the I mean, Bill some of Wenzel those were level. dance parties versus concerts right. yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. So, yeah, if you count all that, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, you're just being humble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so you're you're out there, you're listening to Purple Rain, you're you're into the music, and you kind of keep on around the world in the day, you're doing yeah. that whole thing. I mean, you're buying so, the albums when they come out or your parents getting them? Uh yeah, I I I started buying at um Basically, at Purple Rain, I started buying albums, and then Around the World in a Day, and so forth. But get this: so, Sign of the Times hits, right? And well, and I skipped over Parade or whatever. But Sign of the Times hits, and so uh, my sister—I have an older sister—she um, goes out to Minneapolis to go to an audition, right? And it turns out the audition was for the uh, recording, uh, filmmaking of uh, Sign of the Times out at Paisley Park. And so she gets the role after her audition, and so she goes out there a couple nights, and for each night, they got paid fifty dollars. Really? So you yeah. g- they were getting paid to go out to yeah. Paisley Park. Get for- that right? Yeah. Getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- <laughs> so, he was he was new to the Paisley Park deal. He didn't realize he yeah. could get those people in for free, get those people to come in for free. He, yeah. he figures that out later. Yeah. And so anyway, so that's the first two nights, and the first two nights the cameras were turned on Prince, and it's just all showing the prince or whatever so the last night i finally get hip to it and so it's me my brother my cousin and then my sister we all get signed up and we go out there yeah so this is your first time to paisley park 
It's the first time to Paisley and, and, Park. And really, the building's like literally just opened up, right? Yeah. So this, it, it might have been a year after, but it was like August, I want to say 87 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, if it's that. August. Uh, something like that. Yeah, because it opens on September 11th. I think okay. 87. So. Okay, so I yeah, mean, it would have been. Like, like, I think it's right okay. there. Because, I mean, yep. and then the movie gets released in December. Yeah. I mean, does it does it have, like, a new building smell to it? You know, um, honestly, at that time, it, it was just a big white building. And, I mean, most of the time, most of the day, yeah. we were just outside and, you know, out in the lawn. And, you know, every once in a while, the band would come out and stuff. And we were just outside most of the day. So this wasn't and at night. This was during the day. It was all day. All day. And so, matter of fact. Like, so when you say all day, what do I, you mean? I mean, we got there at, like, 10 o'clock. We weren't. 10 o'clock in the morning. We weren't done till you know, 1 o'clock in the morning. you so got to earn that $50. Okay. <laughs> so, no, we got we got time and a half. He actually gave us $75. $75. Nice. Right? And so. So, does he write it? Does he write a check to you then? Or like it was, it or was, the production company? It was a check. And, I, and for, it was a beautiful check. And for a moment, I was thinking, do I really want to cash this? Right. Because this is a nice looking check. And I was like. No, nah, I'm going to get this. Yeah, you're going to get that $75. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. That's yeah when, when I got a check from Prince, I made a photocopy in color of that thing. I got it. I got it at my house still. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, the, so the band's kind of coming out, you know, and, you know, they're, they're feeding us McDonald's. I remember they got some McDonald's. They might have got us pizza at the time because we're, we're basically outside the majority of the day. It wasn't until like you know almost six seven at night that we finally went in. And now, are you, and you're just like talking amongst yourselves. Or, yeah, and I, th- th- I'm guessing they're not giving you any, like, hey, this is going to be another six hours that you're going to have to wait here. Uh they they might have. I mean, but you're you just never ha- you're, tell. you're just hanging out. How many people were there? Uh, you know, hundreds, it's yeah. hundreds of people. Just milling about Paisley Park, just yeah. waiting for something to happen. It's so and, interesting. And so I, I remember there was one time where so Wally was one of his people at the time, right, in Sign of the Times things, and so we he came out and he was, you know, um, talking to the audience and so forth. And so my brother asked him, so why don't you guys play Shockadelica? We want to hear Shockadelica. And uh, Wally goes, we we can't play that. He's like, the only person who knows how to play that is Prince. <laughs> so the band didn't know how to play, you know, the, you know, the song. The, the song, because, you know, Prince, you know, obviously does all the parts on a lot of different uh, songs or whatever. So <laughs> it's interesting. They so, weren't, so they you, weren't rehearsed on that one. So, so yeah. you, you get in the building, and the first so, yeah. time. So, so tell me the first time you step foot into Paisley Park. What's it like? So the first time we step foot in the Paisley Park, you know, the, the lights are on. We're in the, the big sound stage or whatever. At that time, it's just a big warehouse, although they had the stage set up for the Sign of the Times kind of yep. uh, set. And, you know, the band is just jamming. So you're walking in, and you feel like just you all of a sudden got funky as soon as you got in the door. <laughs> cause, you know, the band's moving jamming. right now, people. He's moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The band's jamming, so yeah, it was great. And so, so then you know, all hundreds of people get in there, and and so we we were supposed to act like we were in the Europe show, where where basically there were lines of people who were in our seats or whatever. So right. they they had us line up like we were in seats or whatever. Gotcha. And then they, there was a director there, you know, and Prince and the band were just kind of you know doing their thing, rehearsing things like that. And there was a director there, happened to be a white guy. And he was just, you know, placing people and placing people. And so, we, you know, he kept people kept moving, people kept moving. And so finally he finished placing people. And, you know, me, my brother, my sister, my cousin, 
you know, we're all black and, and we look around and, and we notice all the black folks are in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then there's they, another they, guy. They're trying to play this Europe thing, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and so then, then another black guy just like, Hey, Prince, what's up? Come, you know, as if it's Prince's fault. This is the director guy that's moving. The, Prince, what's up? Come on, man. And so anyway, so 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 the band plays a song, right? And so they're playing their jam. They're playing. And I don't remember what song they play. And so then they finish playing the song. And so then the director goes, all right, everybody in front, in the front row, go in back. And everybody else, move forward one. And we're like. All right, all right. So we're getting closer. And so they play another song, play another song, jam, jam, jam. Then they get done. He goes again. Everybody in front, go in back, and then move up. And so um, they jam, jam, jam. And so finally, you know, we're getting up front, right? And we're like, oh, shoot. He about to tell us to go back. (laughs) Right? And so then, you know, I think he did it one more time. Then we're right up front by the time, you know, that that song. And so they're jamming, jamming. And then – he didn't move anymore. So then we basically are right up front for the, for whole, the whole rest of the show. Nice. <laughs> now, now had they, had the album? Does the album drop beforehand? Before the movie? Like, did you know the music that he was playing? Were you familiar with the songs that were being played? Uh, yes, because um, I, I had to think about that. But um, there was a housequake. And he he was he actually taught taught us to dance to that yeah, so yeah, we yeah. dance to that and um, I remember forever in our forever in my life that was one of my jams right then. So, so you're telling me, yeah, you were at <laughs> the filming of Sign of the Times and the whole Forever in My Life deal. Oh yeah, and were you front row? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> the whole drumming. <laughs> I just had to stand up because I mean, because that is that is like I mean that is quintessential Prince right there. Yeah, like to me, like that that video, that music, you know, where he's got it kind of flowing in it, and he's just yep. like, oh, yep. I mean that that is like, and you were there. Yeah, and, and so basically, front we got, row, we got paid to see a concert. Oh man! Like, <laughs> like, did you and be in the concert film? Did yeah. you know? Did you know the magnitude of um of what you were participating in? Did you understand like that this thing was gonna go to theaters and go global, and you Dustin know, was gonna have it on his DVD? You know, right not... here and watching it at four in the morning. Did we tell that story yeah, on the podcast? Yeah. Podcast? Yeah. Sometimes I forget what we say on, on air and what we don't. <laughs> You know, um, there's even back then. There's so much stuff that Prince records that you don't know if it ever sees the light of day. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like in that kind of limbo. Well, if it does, great. If it doesn't, great. You know, regardless, we get to see a great show, and you know. Yep. Yeah. Here so, we are, yeah. and, and, and we get seventy-five dollars. Yeah. Now, 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 your sister was there. Yeah. A couple of nights before. Yeah. Did she see anything that was different, or did I mean, obviously, she had to see something that was different. Uh, so when she was there, the first two nights, they were the cameras were just turned on the band. Really. And so they, they were just filming the band. They didn't film the audience at all. It was just kind of, I guess, the background noise or whatever. But on the third night, that's when the cameras were turned around, yeah. and, and so you can actually see me in a couple of the videos for uh, Sign of Times. What was that like then, when that did get released, and you saw yourself? Um, were you, were, were you watching with your sister, or were you by yourself? Because now Jonathan's worldwide. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, so first of all, I had to to hunt through the movie because I didn't know exactly when I'd be in the movie. But I turns out, so uh, during Housequake, I'm, you can see me. Uh, during I can never take the place of your man, you can see me. Uh, for sure, those two times. I don't know, maybe something else. But no, I'm sure it, a couple it, it, of people just paused this and then yeah. went to the. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just go check it out because it's crazy. Because I mean, I was I remember watching it. It had to have been '95 when I bought the video on. Uh, maybe it was '96, but I'm sitting there and like I knew who you were and I'm just like watching the movie and then like I was just watching the movie, you know, because I was like getting into Prince and I was just watching the movie and all of a sudden I was like, "That's Jonathan Carter." <laughs> <laughs> No, this is a true story. I was like, that's Jonathan Carter. And then I had to like stop the movie, rewind, <laughs> and I had you on, you know, like back in the day when it was VHS, you hit yep. the pause button, the freeze frame, and you're like <laughs> kind of moving a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had Jonathan Carter paused on my TV. I was like, this is the most insane thing ever. Yeah. And then I think I had to talk to you about it because I was like, damn, Jonathan Carter was on in Sign of the Times. Uh, yep. I was I was seriously blown away by that deal. So did you see the did you see the release of the movie in like the big screen on because because I mean it was a relatively limited release right yeah I I don't remember seeing it in the theaters um, I did eventually get the VHS of it um, and so I saw it there um, but yeah and I've seen it multiple times and then when I see yeah. people uh, talk about it I was like hey freeze it right at five thirty <laughs> <laughs> you got the numbers now yeah. because because the, the, tell, the, tell the people what when to freeze it John yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, no, we, we should have written that yeah, down. We no. should we should have written down what 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 portion of the of, yeah. the, of the of the concert to, to just pause it because yeah. I think what they they said is like I mean eighty five ninety percent of that was filmed at it pays, pays the car it. yeah yeah so I mean and the then majority there's some shots that are actually out in Europe yeah, or whatever but yeah, yeah but the, yeah. most of it is is done there yeah. and I mean the stage is the whole setup and the whole deal and yeah. Wow, I mean, it's just yep. amazing. And Cat and, and Sheila were looking great, you know. That, that so that was good. What a good day! So you, so, <laughs> so 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 you spend most of the day hanging outside, going, "Hey, what the heck's gonna happen?" Mm-hmm. And then you spend the rest of the day moving. Was was it getting done kind of in one one continuous loop, or were they like pausing between songs? Were they stopping yeah. or? They're, yeah, that is typical movie where they'd play jam at a song and then they'd you know be downtime and then they'd kind of reset and they might replay a song a couple times okay right um but w- would it be as good the second time where you're like oh yeah we, we can oh, yeah. do we can do this song again yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold <laughs> on take, take that again my dance i gotta dance better yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no it, it it was great i mean so i mean we were there for hours you know filming so you know, did you go in and then they're like, okay, you can go out. No, no. Once so we you were, were in, once we you were in, in, you were staying. Then, you're, in. Just, gotcha. then you're just hanging out. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, yeah. this is just like an amazing story. Yeah. So, so you do sign of the times. Yeah. You see, get see yourself in the movie. When's the next time you're out there? How long did it? How long was the time in between sign of the times and your next adventure? So, um, it turns out I probably wouldn't have gone out to Paisley un- again until probably. I want to say ninety-five. That that's okay. So there there was there was a there was a long span because yep. were you were you part of like the glam slam days? Were you doing I, glam slam? Were you going out to see him there? I I did do glam slam, although it was also overlapped with a time where I was at Washington University St. Louis. Okay, yep. and so but I did go back for one of the shows there, and it must have been June of ninety-four, um, at, where he had at glam slam. At glam was slam. that was that the birthday show? 
Because he did the June, because June of ninety. It wouldn't have been June seventh. It was probably like June twenty fifth, okay, something like that. So okay. Did you ever see him when you were at school? Did you ever tour and? Uh, no. Okay. Not at WashU anyway. Okay. So so I mean you're really now. Did you see him live between kind of the sign of the times deal at Paisley and that '95 deal? Did you see him just '94? But um. I don't know. No, no don't other think. big stadium shows. Did I, you do any of the other big stadium shows? Kind oh, of yeah. pre. So, oh, yeah. what other shows did you see? Kind of saw, pre that era before we I get saw, into the '95 I saw, stuff. I saw Love Sexy. Okay. I I, I was really impressed with that. Um, did you go I, with your parents again, or no, no, no. This is probably just me and my sister, or something okay. like that. Um, now, are your sisters into Prince too? Like you oh, are? Yeah, the yeah. sister and brother, both in into Prince. Although they, I mean, they obviously didn't hit Paisley as hard as I did. But, yeah, but they, yeah. but they liked him. Yeah. Now, would yeah. they go to Paisley later on, or? Yeah. Some sometimes, but not like. Yeah. No. You, How about they, they, they weren't on the regular because I don't. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, no. meeting them, but that doesn't, doesn't. How about your dad? Did your dad ever go out there? With yeah, you? great question. No. Okay. No. He not that I know. He he never went there. So. You, you, you never brought him. You never you like dad. Never come yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, they knew you were going, right? Well, that's funny. Um, so <laughs> why is that funny, so, Jonathan? <laughs> so so during the summer of '95, right? He was hitting it hard, like. Was it start July for sure? August, September. Yeah, yeah. That's when that's every, when Dustin and I are yeah, getting into it every weekend for ten weekends in a row. It was ten. There were ten. Ten. I know it for sure. You know it for sure. That's there, good because I, I, I ten weekends in a row there was something, and it might have been once a weekend, twice a weekend. Sometimes yep. it's Saturday. Sometimes it's Friday. Sometimes Friday, Saturday. Sometimes he had a Wednesday show. Yeah, yeah. I remember right? some of them Wednesday shows. And, and so it could be as much as three times a week or whatever. But for sure, ten weeks in a row. He had something out at Paisley. Yeah. Well, and so I, I was up here um, for the summer, but then I had to go back to grad school. <laughs> and you uh, just – like, were, 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 you, were you sad at that point? Because, like, I mean, this is, like, fun times. This is, yeah. like – Yeah, well, so so I, I, I flew back to, to grad school in, at the end of September when these are going on. And, and then it was, you know, it wasn't necessarily every week. Or a little whatever, more sporadic. So a little more sporadic. And grad school is at Stanford? At Stanford. Okay. Yep. But then, you know, I still would get the 911 text. And, you know, and when, you, and when, and when you say text, you mean? Uh, well, the uh, the pager. Yeah. Cause, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just so we're, just so just we're so clear. We're clear. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, we didn't have no cell phones, right? <laughs> so the pager, the pager would yeah. blow up, 911, 911, yeah. 911. And, yeah. and Dion's the one hitting you up? Uh, sometimes it's Dion, sometimes it's Tia, um, usually between those yeah. two. Yeah, so Dion, yeah. episode four, yeah. check it out. Yeah. So there's like there's there's all these little connections that begin to emerge. Did yeah. you did you know Dion before this, or did you no. meet her as part of the Paisley? I, I met her in line at Paisley Park. That's how <laughs> we like met her. That's, that's how we met her too. <laughs> yeah. So so did y'all become? Did y'all? I mean, y- you obviously exchanged numbers because how did you yeah. find out about those first Paisley shows? Um, you know, I don't know how I found out about the first one. I have no idea. I don't remember. <laughs> um, and the, or even the first few. Right. But then eventually, you know, obviously there's that network xenon.stanford.edu slash tilde jlc1 slash mpls music where I'd post. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's, just, let's, just, let's just slow this down. What what was the what was the Stanford website? And this is 95, right? Yeah. So this is like 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 I think I hit my first 
interweb browser netscape yeah. in like the spring of 95 yeah and then by the fall of 95 you have a stanford website that yeah. is directing people to paisley yeah. park parties yeah. and you would have it out there and it would say party at paisley or no party at paisley or party at paisley you know yeah and you weren't even in town you weren't even like, well for some of this so, so catch this so um once the fall hit if it were possible I knew it was a two and a half, three hour flight from California. I'd fly in. <laughs> that, that now, 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 how much money are you making, Jonathan? <laughs> well, so but well, he's got that seventy five dollars. I mean, I'm just saying it's not cheap to fly last minute to. It, it isn't, you know, but it's probably a couple hundred. But Stanford was a fellowship, so that was a full ride. So I didn't have to worry about my tuition or books or anything like that because jonathan carter is smart well (laughs) and so so then it was just the the price of the ticket and then you know dion would you know pick me up from the airport or something i wouldn't even tell my parents i was in town i I was in town for the show (laughs) and then i get back out oh i had no idea (laughs) why why didn't you tell them because you didn't want them like being like hey that's crazy to fly out for a show (laughs) yeah no i understand that because sometimes parents don't understand that like you need to hit the prince show and you know damn the torpedoes right yeah so that is yeah if it were possible i'd be on that red eye well it wasn't a red eye out but it was a red eye back Back, yeah so you would just do that all in one shot because i remember you you'd have like the stanford sweatshirt and i was like (laughs) and then i was checking the stanford website and i was like dude how in the world (laughs) is this man at the show but going to school in stanford and then i had to like figure out like where stanford actually was on the map and i had i had no idea what was happening so you're an it guy so that's like was that your website or how how, yeah, how well, did that? No, so every every student gets a space in uh, well at least every computer science student I was a computer science student right. gets a space um, out there and so I, I created my own website um, mpls.music that mostly people went there for um, to find out when the show was coming up but sometimes I'd post things like you know um, the bands that were going on at that time you know. Uh, Dr. Mambo's combo, yep. not just a combo, and Bunkers. TC Jammers. And, TC Jammers, Thursday yeah, night, Bunkers. Yep, and, and that whole scene, and, and then Greasy Mill out at uh, the Caboose and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, we did a lot. We did a lot of Sundays. It ain't easy being Greasy, man. Mark and I did a lot of Sundays on Greasy Meal. Shout out to yeah. Julia's Greasy Meal. And and the Rolling Rocks special. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those, those were $2. Rolling Rocks, $2 on Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, the Caboose. The, yeah, that, was, uh, that had to have been 96, 97, yeah. though. Yeah. And so L- I, a I little later. It, I took it upon myself to, you know, try and find out about, so what would Prince fans want to know about in terms of the music yeah. scene that's happening outside of Paisley? Yeah. And then post about that so that they, you know. And then eventually I had people, you know, bands reaching out to me say, hey, can you put us up on the site? <laughs> yeah, That's hook crazy. it up. Like, <laughs> could, you, sure. could you tell, like, could you see if people coming, the traffic? Like, could you? You know, at that time I didn't even no pay metrics. attention to it. Okay. Although eventually I also had uh, an email list. And there had to have been a couple hundred people on the right. the email list. That, really? Uh, yeah. That's that's like, interesting. So what? So let's just let's just pause for one second on this <laughs> on this website, right? Because yeah. this is this is actually crazy. It ties back to me. <laughs> um, what was the URL again? I believe it was xenon.stanford.edu/slash-tilde-jlc1/slash-mpls-music. I gotta tell y'all something out <laughs> maybe there. Maybe not HTML. All, maybe not. all out in the world. I had that URL <laughs> memorized. 
No, I'm not even lying. I had that URL memorized, and I would go on Andy Hansel's computer because, like, I didn't have my own computer that could connect to the interweb, right? Because this was '95. This is in your you were in the fraternity. Yeah, I was in a fraternity, and I would go to that URL and like. I remember a night. It was like a Friday or a Saturday night. I'd be like, "Hey, Andy, could I could I use your uh, <laughs> could I use your computer?" And I would type in the URL, and like the thing didn't save at the time. I don't know, but I would type it in, and it'd be like nothing's happening. And then then I'd be like thirty minutes later because I was like fiending for something to happen. And I would type it in, nothing's happening. I remember an evening where I must have gone in there like six or seven times, right? And then on like the like the the obviously the last time. The, I pushed the button and it was like party at Paisley. <laughs> and, I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I hit Dudley up on the nine one one text. He wasn't even Dudley D then; he was just Dustin. But I was like, Dudley, let's yeah. go. You know, and, and whether it was you know Brother Jules or Dion or Tia or whatever, I felt it my duty to I got to get the word out. Got so wherever I was, I was like, okay, I got to get the computer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for I, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That is just amazing. Yeah, it, it's a real interesting story because I mean I'm serious. I was I had that URL memorized. I was always looking. I remember. I mean there was one night he played. It had to have been like a Tuesday, and I believe mm-hmm. you were there because mm-hmm. it was like. And I think I got it from your website. Maybe I got it by Colin. And he comes out to uh, sometimes it snows in April. Y'all remember that show? I like there was like a big white screen in the middle of. Uh, the stage and it was like the normal stage kind of that era and there's like a white screen and he comes out to sometimes he, and then like I they, do remember then, they, that. then they move were you at that show I, I don't know I, there's so many shows <laughs> yeah they all they all blend together yeah. yeah yeah so and you were also writing reviews at the time right yeah yeah so and I remember you know I, so I had my paper and pen out and so I I try and write down the set list because I knew I had to have it for the review because. There's tons of people, whether they got to Minneapolis or not, they'd read the reviews and they'd want to know the set list yep. of what happened, that yep. kind of thing. Um, so eventually, I think there was one of the security guards either came up to me directly or, or was asking Dion, they're like, what is he writing? <laughs> and I, he's like, oh, he's writing the set list for his reviews. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they're a little paranoid. They're like, oh, okay, we got it. Do you, <laughs> do you think, did Prince know about this website? Um, I mean, he's a computer guy at that, that time. He's I, totally into it. Like, you got he, to get free so you can download your music to your fans' computers. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he knew that I was one getting the word out. I don't know if he knew about the website or not right. or about the email distribution, but um, he knew to, to basically go through Jules to go through me to get the word out. Right. <laughs> so if he wanted – so you were just so we're – more than clear. I mean, that was an intentional move by Prince to get the word out. So he called Jules, hey, okay. let let people know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then knowing that it would get to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then and then it would go up on the Stanford website yeah. with that long URL. The whole thing. No, no, it's really it's quite interesting though cuz yeah. if you if you I mean, the, like there 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 were kind of throughout the 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 various eras and kind of sub eras of, of the Paisley Park scene, there were people that were connected that mm-hmm. really enabled kind of this uh, uh, this something that's happening to get out there. Mm-hmm. And then depending on like the win, right? Because like sometimes stuff would pop off at like ten, eleven o'clock at night for that evening, right? Yeah. And if the win was that late, then the, the crew would be relatively small. If it got out early, then yeah. It would be bigger. Well, yeah, you knew that if it got out 
a day beforehand, there's a decent chance that there's people flying in from Europe or Asia yeah. for that show. But if it was yeah, the night of, obviously not so I mean, much. we <laughs> might not be sitting here right now yeah. if it weren't for that website. No, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like the, <laughs> like the interconnectedness <laughs> yeah. of it all is, is – so would you just look around and be like, hey, fools – you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, no, no. I, I mean, it it was a, a gift to do it, right? And yeah. I mean, it was is a gift to to meet so many people. I met so many people that way. Right. People from all all over the world that um, I just knew through email or whatever. They're flying in from the Netherlands. Say, hey, can you you know pick us up from the airport? And you know, we're, and we're would you? Yeah. 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 Of course yeah. you would. So, yeah. so, do you know what happened to those reviews that you wrote? Do you, uh, do they still exist out there in the ether somewhere? You know, I, somebody else was asking me for them. I don't know about a year back or so, and I was so I was looking for them. I, I couldn't find them. I they might be gone now. I I can look again, but I don't know. Yeah. They wouldn't be like somewhere at. Stanford, like they for sure would be on a Stanford computer. How, how do how do we find them? Let's I mean, can them. we get that? <laughs> yeah. Cause, no, really. Like, I feel like I feel like I mean, part of uh, I mean, the mission of this podcast is to get these stories out, you know. And I think you know, if people want to dig deep at some point, like, how do we? This yeah. is Jonathan Carter, and like this is what he wrote. And this is like yeah. this is part of this because it this only, history. It wouldn't only be the set list; it'd be you know the whole experience. What kind of happened? How did it open up? And you know what, what was the the vibe and so forth. There's a whole lot of color. You, know, you can make like a little list. coffee table book, and the title of the book is that web address. Yeah, <laughs> and then inside it's just all your reviews in the set list <laughs> from from Stanford to Paisley yeah. Park. No, because yeah. I think I mean I mean that stuff kind of matters, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I hope I'm able to find it. I don't, I don't know. It might be, it might be gone now, but we'll, I'll try and find it. Again. Yeah, keep looking for it, and and if anybody out there in the, <laughs> you anybody. know, Prince Cyber Universe, you got you got to know some, an old could, professor could, at Standard or some Stanford. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and wasn't there, um, wasn't there like a listserv that that was going out on too? The what was that listserv called? Uh, I don't know, but there I was mean, there was like another avenue that that stuff well, was getting. Then, I mean, propagated. eventually, eventually, Prince.org also got synced up with me, and so yeah. they were, you know, publishing my my stuff yep. out there. So. I remember reading your stuff on Prince.org. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, maybe maybe it's on Prince.org. I'm just. Did you look on Prince.org? Uh, we're totally in a digression here, yeah. people. <laughs> I I I did a while ago, and and there's some stuff, but I I don't. I don't know that I that the reviews are out there. Okay. Well, if we find it, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna yeah. blow it up. <laughs> don't worry. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll 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 tweet the link. We'll tweet the link. We'll put it up on our uh, Facebook page. If you're looking for us on Facebook, search on uh, Paisley Nights and like us. Yeah. We're uh, <laughs> on all your podcasting uh, applications. Yeah. I'm, I always take a moment to to self promote, Jonathan. We got to just kind of absolutely get those things in. <laughs> so. Um, Man, it's just so fascinating. So you are at Stanford, and then things kind of dry up in '96, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. But so then I eventually come back to Minneapolis. I graduate, come back to Minneapolis, and then you know it's more sporadic in between. You know, here and there, '96, '97. You know, and then I mean, the next real key milestone I remember. Um, was emancipation? Yep. That yeah, because that, and that and that's ninety six, right? So you're yeah. back from school in the fall. When, when did you, did you graduate? I, I in, actually I actually in spring of ninety six or did te- you? Technically, I graduated in December ninety five, but I um, I think I marched in that that summer of ninety six or. But so when do you come back home then? 
December of 95. Okay, so then yeah. like you come back home and then yeah. things kind of dry up. Were you at the uh were you at the uh wedding celebration? Um the the whole where they were le- releasing Kama Sutra and all that or not Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, friend, yeah. Friend friend mother, mother sister, sister lover wife. wife. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that uh that whole thing, yeah. Did you go down to the church during the day? No. I can't remember if I saw you or no. not. I no. did because I was a freak. Was it Park Avenue Methodist? <laughs> yeah, Park Avenue Methodist. Yeah, yeah, yeah I no. was. I was down there, man. I was yeah. down there. I was talking to Mark Rosen. Yeah, local <laughs> local uh, anchor and sports guy. Yeah, sports yeah. guy. And then they had the they had Aaron Leapins was like rolling with the thing, and they had this big um, white. Uh, it's not like a tent, but it was like a hallway tent, right? Okay. You know, and like so, right out the front doors of. Uh, Park Avenue, it was like this big tent, and then he rolled right through that tent, yeah. right into the limo. So the only glimpse I got of the guy, so I was there, right? I was skipping class. <laughs> now, Mom, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was not skipping class, but I was skipping class, <laughs> and and like he comes through the back in like a delivery van, and you see like the glimpse of Prince and his like cane, like jumping from the van into the building from the backside, yeah. and then like. 45 minutes later, they're rolling out the front, and then they release the doves. The white doves get released, and Aaron's flipping around the car, and they're off. And then they're like, hey, party at Paisley tonight, which I was like, hey, this is a wedding. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember going to this? Oh, yeah. And then it's got like the the – and Maite ended up selling – um. The, the – the, the, the Monogram or the, – Not the monogram, sorry, but the the, uh, the, the, the – plate yeah there was plates and cups that she had uh, right but they had on napkins like the prince okay, slash yep. maite yep. deal and i mean i'll tell you what i saw like a napkin getting sold on ebay too and i had like <laughs> i had a stack that was like just a foot deep of those things yeah but i gotta tell you something that was the worst paisley night par- or paisley party ever man <laughs> <laughs> why do you why do you say that because because it was like fifty dollars and like we didn't get nothing for fifty dollars, you know. Yeah. I think Prince was like, "Hey, I gotta go to Hawaii. I gotta subsidize this thing." <laughs> yeah. Well, but so back up a bit. So I remember all those days in '95, right? Sometimes it was free. A lot Sometimes of free parties. It was seven dollars. Yep. Sometimes it maybe ten dollars. Twenty. A lot of twenty dollar nights. But regardless, there's no way. Prince is breaking even on what he's taking at the door in terms right. of all the bills he had to pay. Yeah, yeah. so and I so mean, he was giving so much to yeah. the people there. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, those yeah. those were some relatively inexpensive shows. If you went on like a Tuesday or Wednesday, those are the nights that were like seriously seven bucks. Yeah, yeah. Get and to see Prince a concert, right? For yeah. Seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> and, I mean, the typical set was what hour, hour and a half. Yeah, relatively yeah. short, but yeah. But still, shoot, yeah, you can't Prince. even get in the bunkers for seven dollars anymore. So. <laughs> True that. So, and then things. I mean, I think the wedding happens that February fourteenth, ninety six. Then it really dries up until the emancipation deal. So, were you there that night? Where like the first time they maybe not the first time, where where things had moved from the sound stage into the love for one another room. Were you at that show? It was kind of like pressed up against the wall, and he comes out like just ready to roll i i believe so the the thing it kind of blends together with me the what happened in between emancipation and when he had lenny kravitz out there and that whole uh 
was that rave or whatever yeah 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 so that, like the the, the 96 whole... to that was 1999 so okay. 96 yeah. to uh that would have been december of 99 it blends together a little bit for you yeah yeah because i i just i remember it it was some good times there and you know at, by that time, you know, knew a lot of the, the folks out there, knew a lot of the security there. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, it was a good time. And were you hitting all those shows? Uh, most of them. Uh, it, you know, sometimes, <laughs> honestly, sometimes it was like, man, Prince, I'm tired. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, you get I'm a 911 page. And, well, no, even before you get there, 11 o'clock, you get the 911 page. I was like, I was about to go to sleep, man. Right? <laughs> right? So, but then, oh, all right, well, here we go. And you're, and you're relatively young at that point. You yeah. can make it happen, right? Yeah, Just... but make it happen and, you know, out there until the birds are chirping in the morning. Were you still doing your Stanford website then or no? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, at some point in time, I – transition back and forth between the email list and the the website but yep. yeah keeping things rolling yeah. yeah what was so so from that era the and i know it blends together in your mind like what are some of your favorite shows from that kind of 96 to do you, have, do you have one that sticks out well uh so just even like the the whole 95 and the whole when he got into in between Exodus and I want to say start to get into some of the gold stuff. Yep. That those were those were fun times. There's a lot of funny story stories in the stories there. So tell and us they, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I who was it that actually came to uh, Paisley Park and they had high hills on, and in the high hills it was filled with water. And I believe in the water there was like fish swimming in there, right? So there's this this one girl. I, I'm sure Dion knows. There's this girl that came out in the high hills in water. Is this a fan? Yeah, a fan. All right. They came out, <laughs> and then midnight, all of a sudden, one of the hills broke, and there's a puddle of water. <laughs> and a fish <laughs> flopping <laughs> around on the floor. <laughs> right. So things like that. Um, the the whole uh, sweet potato pie and and uh, Dion uh, bringing the sweet potato pie to uh, the MPG and things like that. Um, and they love them sweet potato pies. Um, just 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 fun. I, so I remember one time um, Maite comes over to my side of the stage and she wait, motions for me to to come up on stage and dance. And then I was thinking, well. She must not be talking about me. You know, right? So I, I just, yeah, you know, yeah, I stay yeah. cool. I stay down there. She, she goes off. She dances on the other side of the stage, and then, and then she comes back and she gives me a look like, "What are you still doing down there?" So, <laughs> so then, you know, I hopped up on the stage. And yeah. I started dancing. So and actually, I, I just saw uh, Maite, what a year ago. And I reminded her of that story. She's like, yeah, I think I remember that. <laughs> where, where, where did you see her? She was at, when they had the uh, Prince of Minneapolis at the University of Minnesota, that whole yeah, yeah. Minnesota, that yep. symposium. Yep. Uh, she was there with you know all of the crew. Yeah, the crew. You got a chance, a chance to talk to her? Did, talk did to she her remember so. you? Um, yeah. She, she remembered for sure my face and things like that. So, And you're, you're I mean, for people that don't know Jonathan, how I'll tall, tell are, her, you? I'll tell her, how tall are you? Six five. Six five. So he's yeah. a tall guy. <laughs> he stands out. He's not tiny. And yeah. I mean, you always kind of had a little walkway behind you because no one would stand <laughs> behind you. <laughs> you can. Well, 
I mean, you know, eventually I let smaller people in right. front of me, but I, I'd only do that to a point. Right. Especially in the early days. And yeah, because were you front row? Was that like your I, was that your spot? Like I remember in the early days yeah. I was front rowish. By the time we got to like ninety eight and so forth, yeah. Uh, you know, I was a cool kid in the back area ever watching yeah. all the the virgin, New uh, virgin. Paisley people yeah, right. <laughs> crowding the stage. And, and I could tell there wasn't even going to be a show because the things weren't even hooked up yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they couldn't tell because yeah, they were virgins. They, they, so. they, they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. that, was always like, that was always when you walked into Paisley. Like, you didn't know if it was going to be a dance party, if it was going to be a show. But yeah. people who were veterans yeah. knew to like go up to the stage and like, Take a peek. Like, yeah. is the amp, is the guitar on stage? Yeah. Are the amps even plugged in? Are like, the regulars are, hanging out? Are up the road, front? are the roadies there? You know, are the security people really in place, or are they right. just roaming? You know, <laughs> you, there's definitely cues, and I mean, if you didn't, if you picked up on them, you could tell whether there's a show or not. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you could tell he just changed his mind. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, well, everybody would go into a movie theater. With, you know, he treated us all to popcorn and a movie. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. A couple times. Well, well, <laughs> when, when were the movies? I don't I never did. I think. You the, never did the movies? I think we did Minority Report, but I never actually went to the movie that night. And then. Okay. Did you go to Minority Report? I have no idea what movies I saw, yeah. but I remember distinctly there were at least two or three times yeah. where they're like, okay, well, everybody go up to Chinhassen Theater. We're going to treat you to the movies. And I remember the last time it was um, the drummer on Third Hanna? Anchor. Ha- yeah, Hannah. She's like, okay, well, there's not a show tonight, but we're treating everybody in the movies. I remember right? that. Yeah. I was mad so, that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I remember one night, too, I was DJing out there, and it was yeah. just like, hey, stop the music we're gonna go to the movies and i was like what i'm guessing <laughs> I'm like, i mean there was yeah. one night during the celebration that they w- took everybody to minority report with yeah. tom cruise yeah yeah, yeah. I, I drove down there and it was just like a sea of people all just cars and what yeah. have you i was like i'm going home <laughs> i mean but yeah and so to a certain extent you know we probably got a little bit jaded because we were out there so often we we saw it and things like that but um you know, looking back on it and especially telling the story, how many people can say, well, yeah, Prince treated me to a movie. Right. Yeah. You know, right? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's kind of the way he rolled, right? Yeah. Just like, I'm just going to be off the wall. Yeah. It's, it's quintessential Prince. Yeah. Now, I mean, why do you think Prince was doing these parties? Did he just, what was your, what's your take on kind of like why he's For, opening the doors of Paisley Park to just like some dude from Bloomington? Yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. Uh, sometimes he just wanted to, to see how things would land on folks, you know, certain music, new music or performances and things like that. He'd want to see, you know, what the reception was like and things like that. So he definitely wanted to see that actually, whether he was playing or whether it was just, you know, the DJ playing the music, he, he wanted to Dudley D feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dudley D out there and, you know, and Linka and Jules and all the folks, but, um, he definitely wanted to see that. And, you know, and we definitely find out, you know, post his death, how much he was for sure a community guy, how much he was a giver, how much he gave to the community and so forth. But I mean, I really got jazzed. You, know, you guys were talking about this before that whole rock and roll hall of fame where he was inducted, Yeah. but he didn't go. Yeah. Right. He just, he just partied with us. He had a concert and I was like, well, he considers us special, right? You know, right. he's not, you know, you know, do, do, living it up with the big wigs yeah. and so forth. Do, do so. you think he considered us special? I, oh, yeah. Oh, why, yeah. Why do you think that? <laughs> well, you you can tell because as much as he joked with us and as much as he 
uh, as many as those free. And I remember the free and seven dollar shows as much as I do the twenty dollar ones. And you know, and certainly there is. I think it was like two hundred some dollars for the celebration or something like yeah. that. Versus, well, I don't know how deep we want to get. Now it's a thousand dollars. Yeah, a thousand dollars for the celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he ain't showing up. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, so he, he ain't gonna play. <laughs> yeah, he ain't playing. <laughs> so, but you know, for people that that uh, that didn't get out there, maybe that's that's kind of their vibe. Yeah, I mean, they, people got to do what they got to do. Yeah. So, do you think? I mean, back to back to like us being special or him yeah. thinking of us as special. Yeah. Like you, 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 you really you, you you believe that? Like he had like a connection to this group of people that went out there again and again and again. Absolutely, I I know it. I I could feel it. Right. How, how how did you feel it? Like, right. explain to me the the hows of 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 how. What, Jonathan, is, what, is he, what does he what does he think when he's on stage? He's like, okay, there's Jonathan. All right, there's that white dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's that girl. Like, cool, we're all here. Let's go. <laughs> they're yeah. all they're all here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I and he he sometimes play regardless of uh, how big or small the crowd was. But right. I mean, you know, he he definitely would he he. Not all the time, but he'd be joking around. He'd be having fun. You know, sometimes he'd be, you know, out on the dance floor and so forth. And I just just kind of in the vibe. And, and like I said, he, he could have been anywhere. He could have yeah. been in L.A. He could have been in, you know, Japan. He could have been wherever. He could have been in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But he chose to be in Minneapolis the majority of the time. And so... Yeah. What? So you use the phrase "in the vibe." What? What was the vibe? Can you explain the vibe? Can you give yeah. us a sense of what the vibe was? It, it was really about just being um, free, really just kind of uh, you know, in the music, whether he was playing or not, that you were getting your groove on, that you were right. you, you know into the beat, you were you're you're jamming, and then you were. You know, interacting with one another. You know, most of the time in in the sound stage, it was dark, so yeah. you could hardly tell what people look like yep. or you know, yep. how old, how old, how young. Yeah. You know, there. You know, there are kids in there that were you know young, and the, obviously there are um, mature people in there as well. And um, everybody was you know on the same level, just dancing, having a good time. Sometimes there'd be the the stars that were in there. Yeah. Who, who and every some, once in a while they'd be on the risers yeah. and stuff, but sometimes they'd be amongst uh, the audience and so forth. And so. there was there was different vibes too. Like yeah. there was obviously shows where you could tell like he was working on his set list yeah. that you would see over and over. And then there was other nights where it was just kind of like in between songs, yeah. he would just start something or he you know ask the drummer to start something. And those were like the special nights I think, where it's just yeah. you didn't know what was going to happen, and all of a sudden this song that maybe he was just going to play turns into a 20 minute instrumental jam where they just go freestyle go off make yeah. it happen do you do you, do you have any recollection of like your favorite like kind of either set or song where you're just like man that just holds like this special memory of like me being out there like where prince is doing something and it just like you have this like you know, just just yeah. like 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 it's at like the top of your list for 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 moments at Paisley Park. Well, so I remember. So obviously, backing up again a bit, I was in the Sign of the Times video. During Sign of the Times, Starfish and Coffee is on the Sign of the Times album. Yeah. 
right? But Starfish and Coffee was not in the movie, and he didn't play in the concert or whatever. And I never heard him play it, ever, right? And so I actually, and this was back in the, the 90s, and so I was, at that time, we had, what, news groups or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and so I posted, I was like, yeah, I wish you would play Starfish and Coffee. And I, I, I want to say, literally, it was like a week or two later, for the first time, Yeah. I heard about it, Paisley, <laughs> with that. You know the 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 ringing yep. for the yep. and starfish and coffee. So that's memorable for me. So so do you? you <laughs> so I mean that might that, that might have just been a coincidence, right? It, no, it no, 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 no. We all know we all know Prince was on Prince.org. I've yeah, been yeah. in his office and seen it on his computer yeah. screen. You, you were in his office and saw yeah. him on Prince.org. I didn't see him, but I saw his computer screen lit up on Prince.org. Really? He yes. he had to because he hadn't played it even during Sign of the Times, and not for years until. I had posted it on this news group. I want to hear Starfish and Coffee. Do you think do you think he's looking at that and he's like, oh Jonathan Carter wants to hear this? If Jonathan Carter wants to hear this, I'm gonna play it. Or or my, my teacher's son. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> now, does, does, he, does he does he know that connection? Well, so he he almost had to because I know that Kirk Johnson Kirk Johnson also went to Minneapolis Central and Is, he, was he the same kind of age as Prince then or roughly roughly okay roughly and and so Kirk was one of my parents' students as well and so Kirk Kirk knew me as because uh, evidently I look like my dad okay and so and and so we were talking about it and he saw my brother and he right away knew my brother and stuff like that so I'm guessing Prince had to have known. Okay, so there was like there's like yeah. this connection. So so like what what were your interactions like with Prince? I mean, is he is he interacting with you kind of personally? I know Maite's bringing you up on the stage the one yeah. time. Yeah. Did you and meet I, him? Did you talk with him? Did yeah. You? Yeah. No. So um, the the one time where I came close to kind of talking to him um, was one during one of the celebrations where. Um, I remember it was Kevin Smith, the one yep, yep, director, yep, yep. producer, or whatever uh, actor was out there, and he was interviewing uh, the audience out there. And then eventually Prince came in, um, and uh, he was talking and and so forth. And then eventually um, he was talking to to me and and my girlfriend at the time, and 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 giving us. Some advice, actually. Who who was giving you advice? Prince. So Prince is talking to you. Who who's your girlfriend at the time? Oh uh, well, you know my girlfriend. It's, 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 uh, it's a loaded it's, uh, question because she's on the list. And so, um, so anyway, I, I I remember that that time. That's the closest that um, Prince is talking to to okay. me directly. So, what was his advice? He was talking. It was actually biblical, almost. He was talking about being equally yoked. Um, and this is all during the Rainbow Children era. Yeah. Right. Well, during that the Jehovah, yeah. like the, the Jehovah Witness. Yeah. Time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so, and ironically, uh, we had just broken up at that <laughs> time, but but Prince didn't know that. But so, <laughs> so, so let me just ask you this: Prince knew you were together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did Prince know? Well, he's he's observant, right? So yeah. I mean, do you think he's watching the crowd like that just oh, yeah. to like? Oh yeah. He has to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, he's just paying attention to like the subculture that he has created. He's just. Yeah. In tune. With and he's he's right in there too. Like as much as he probably wants to just be able to go and com- converse with everyone, 
he knows he can't. Why, why I mean, do you think? Why do you think he knows he can't? I mean, as much as as much as he's one of the reasons he's observant is for his own safety, right? Because some people he knows. Okay, yeah, I know him or her. They're they're cool, right? But that person's crazy. I'm not. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, right? I, I know who you're talking about there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ain't gonna name names, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, probably too why he had these parties too you know i mean you get like you have this huge building and you want you want to have people over like i want to have people come to my house and hang out you know i'm i'm bored come over and barbecue (laughs) let's go (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, i uh i find it interesting like how he how he builds this group of people do you feel like he understood that he was like creating this kind of community within that group do you think he knew the relationship networks that were starting to emerge because of what he was doing from the parties and the concerts etc i'm guess i'm guessing that he understood that better than we did at the time you think so because at, at the time we're just kind of you know we're going through and we're meet, meeting people it's not until you know afterwards looking back on it you know you know we're talking and so forth and, yeah. and connecting and things like that it's like yeah that's a great, great time and, and oh yeah that was the culture that we were building and so but it's not that you, when you're in it you're not really realizing yeah that, you're you not know? aware of but, the culture that's yeah, getting created yeah but i mean he 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 probably realized that's what he wanted to do he wanted to create so you think he was intentionally creating a culture and a community as part of this paisley park scene I I believe so. I I believe that's what I mean. If if you listen to Paisley Park, the song, that that's what it's about. I right? mean, this, this is where this is where I was going, you know, because I've said that before. Like before, before, you know, I mean, it, 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 it's it's way more than a song, I guess. Is ultimately what I what, what my position is, right? Like we are Paisley Park. So whatever's going on at the building, you know, God bless the estate and the tours and Elvis, you know, and whatever they doing today, you know, thousand dollar VIP. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm hopeful that, you know, I mean, they're archiving the music and they're bringing people into kind of like the Prince scene. And like, I, I applaud any effort that kind of does that. So yeah. God bless them. But ultimately, I mean, I think we are paisley park right like yeah. the, like the people that, that that come out of this and the community that emerges and the relationships like that's 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 paisley park I, i'm gonna i'm gonna back up on something you said there I, I was reading an article um about uh universal music right and they they had a fire out in la yeah yeah i heard um, this for the movies yep. uh, that were destroyed. And that was the publicity. What they didn't say at the time, and until recently we didn't find out, is that a lot of masters, original masters, music, yeah. were destroyed in that fire. And they're getting sued by some they're big names. So so get this now, con- connecting it back to you. So I believe it was Universal that wanted to take some of the masters out of Paisley Park and ship them out to California, <laughs> right? And, yeah. And, and I might be wrong, but I, I think I think it was Universal that, uh, and and just imagine if all um, those were gone, all those masters were gone. Yeah, I read something else too that talked about where they did move, uh, the masters and stuff. They built like a whole specific spot for it, so nothing yeah, a new goes vault. in and out. Yeah, yeah, I mean I don't know if it's a vault, but yeah, it's definitely definitely more modern and up-to-date than what paisley park was because 
I don't, did that vault have sprinklers in it? Uh, sprinkler heads? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if you just think about the risk, you know that existed. Yeah. Ugh. Freaks me out a little bit, guys. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't want to lose that music, right? And yeah. do you think he wanted that music to get out? Like all that stuff that's in the vault and all. The... I think he ultimately knew that it would get out. At some point in time, he he knew that it would get out. Um, and I mean, we could all we could get real deep into, you know, what he could have done in order to help kind of protect his estate and all that kind of things. But yeah, I don't know if we'll uh, dig on that today. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll, but, we'll, we'll we'll hit that topic later on in these podcasts because I feel like that could fire some folks up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I I mean I I believe that he. He he ultimately, whether you wanted to or not, he knew that it would get out at some point in time. Because he knew he knew his stature, right? Yeah. Like like his stature within the music business, who he was, what his music meant. He had a sense of like his own importance to the musical scene of this era. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and so maybe I he mean, didn't know what to do with it. Maybe <laughs> he didn't know how to write the future plan for. His stuff you think Maybe, so like 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 just let it play out yeah let, like let, it's let, gonna like what what uh, what i could be thinking on what i what i think should happen could be wrong or not could not be the right path i don't know what the future is going to be like exactly so just let it roll let it roll and well let, and especially if you're in the now i mean maybe his concern wasn't about that but you know what am i doing right now to right you know i need to keep creating yeah, stuff i don't yeah. need to worry about this <laughs> all this stuff that I created 20 years ago and what's going to happen with it in 40 years. I'm here right now. I need to concentrate and focus on creating more. I don't know. Yeah. So how do you think Prince influences you? Like how has your life trajectory shifted or changed because of your experience with Prince and your experiences at Paisley park and being part of this uh, community? Um, so I think it wasn't until I actually got out to Paisley Park where, uh, you know, and a lot of people remark about this, where it's it's somewhat freeing. You know, it's a, a liberating kind of experience. And, you know, I, I got my groove on out there. You know, there's a whole, there wasn't a whole lot of other places before that that I was getting my groove on, at least in public, <laughs> right? And um, it, it was really freeing. It was a way to kind of connect uh, with folks that I, I never would have met. Um, never would have uh, come into contact with you, you guys. Right. Um, never would have come into contact with a, a lot of folks that that uh, a culture and um, you know, and and so really, and I remember. So I know this wasn't your question, but I, I I remember when Prince passed. I was actually on the um, treadmill in Lifetime Fitness, and they they were showing the scene at Paisley Park, and they weren't. Sh- talking about who what had happened or who or that kind of stuff but eventually it got out that he had had passed and there were so many people that paged me and called me and, and things like that and i was like i never really knew that so many people knew that i love prince that way but i it was it was like it was it was just as if a family member had passed it, it was that serious to me um but so when he passed i mean how does it hit you like what 
like it, it felt like a did like you, a brother. Did you stop or, running? Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, at that time, you know, they they hadn't announced right. what it was or whatever, and so it, was, it wasn't until I actually I got off the treadmill that 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 word had come out. And I, and ironically, I think TMZ was the first one to, to release it, probably because they're on cop scanners or something. But <laughs> yeah, and they just early, you yeah. know, they're just <laughs> yeah. early. Yeah, but um, what what lifetime were you at? <laughs> the uh crosstown Eden Prairie. Okay. Yeah, cuz I was at the uh when I found out, I got texted by Jenny. I got texted and I was in a meeting. I was selling lifetime some stuff cuz I like to sell stuff. Um or I do sell stuff. Maybe like is a strong word, but I was I was at lifetime as well when I found out and essentially mm-hmm. I got a text saying somebody died at Paisley Park while I'm talking to the client lifetime mm-hmm. and I'm like I knew it. Yeah. Like I got that text and it was like, like I knew he was gone. Were were you there the Saturday before? No, but I was. So the last time I saw Prince was the piano and microphone concert. Um, so whatever, that was the January, I believe, um, at Paisley park. And I went to both of the shows and I remember, so obviously he was on the piano, and I just remember, I never have heard a piano sound so good. I, Scotty, the tech at that time, had oh, him. Shout out to Scotty. Yeah, had him perfectly, you know, mic'd up. And, and matter of fact, I told him, you know, last year, I mean, I've never heard a piano sound that great. And it was a great show. And, and matter of fact, if you had said, what's my dream, I'd be like, well, just just to to hear Prince play piano, me sitting there and listen to him. Now, I didn't imagine that I'd be there with a few hundred more folks, but <laughs> it'd be great just to hit see uh, Prince on piano. Be- so before you nice. saw that show. Yeah, that that yeah. was, yeah. And so that was the last time I saw it. And, and, and in that moment when that song, it was great. It, it was, you know, um, listening to all that songs. I also felt, though, that this was a um this was a gift and that you know this is going to end sometime i i didn't know that he was going to pass yeah but i i was like you know this is this is going to be over sometime soon i I was i remember thinking that when uh, you say like you like you i mean you didn't know obviously that april was coming but the 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 sense to you was like that this was like a, a season was about to end after you saw the show. Did you during yeah. seeing the show? I was like, you know, I, this is really special. I feel really privileged to be here and and so forth. Um, but I don't I don't know how many how many more times I'm gonna get to do this. And I don't know how. It's weird, but well, you uh, had you had a sense of yeah. it while you're in the space. Yeah. Do you think he had a sense of it? I don't know. There, there's lots of conspiracy theories around that and so forth. But yeah, I, I think that he intended to keep working. Yeah, that's what uh, he did, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's so, what he did. Yeah. Um, and what contrast contrast the the piano and a microphone show with all of the 
99 other shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Jonathan saw a couple hundred shows. There's no way that dude didn't see a couple hundred shows. You he know, was contr- flying back from Stanford. Stanford, <laughs> dude, he saw all those things. And he was on the 911 list before we were on the 911 list. We had to weasel our way in there. No, so contrast, because that show was fundamentally different, right? Yeah. Um, well, so he had he had Paisley Park decked out. I, I want to say there was carpeting down, if I remember yep, right. Yeah, they put carpeting down just for yeah. that show. Yeah. and I think a lot of it had to do with the sound, too. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it just it, it sounded really clear. He was he was just on the microphone and the songs that you know some obviously traditionally most of the time he'd play with guitar or whatever you'd hear him on the piano and it sounded wonderful. I, I remember seeing the set list or whatever and one of the songs that they missed was um, the beautiful ones and that sound. Were you guys at the show? Yeah, I was at both of them. Okay, I thought the beautiful ones sounded awesome. Uh, on the piano yeah i was actually uh asked to come in mm-hmm. to dj beforehand and so i knew it was going to be piano and a microphone so i spent like a few hours like getting like certain songs like to you know kind of fit the vibe that i thought was going to happen and then i got out there and i was like hey scotty what's up he's like what you, what's up like hey what are you doing here i'm like oh they brought me out here to dj he's like oh prince just gave me this cd to play while people are walking in so then i was like all right cool well, i'll just be here yeah <laughs> free show yeah uh, so what was this what was on the cd it was just like instrumental i mean i don't know if you remember walking in but it was just like i don't know just like kind of like a like kama sutra or something you know it was just mm-hmm. like instrumental sounds no like drums or anything why just, do you think they called you I don't know. I guess he didn't know exactly what he was going to so, do. Maybe that was a last-minute decision. Yeah, you so know, get, so to get, hit press play. <laughs> so yeah. Get, so get this. I'm I'm going to put one person on blast, although I, I don't even remember their name. But so this is about the piano and the microphone show. So I had tickets to both shows, right? Yeah. And for the second show, I had a VIP ticket, and I had a regular ticket. Both shows sold out. I want to say in minutes, right? Right. They're sold out. So I I had an extra ticket. I obviously I could have sold it for hundreds of dollars. I could have scalped her. Or right. I was but like, you're not that guy. I'm not that guy. I was like, you know what? I just want to get it to a fan that could actually use it yeah. at cost. I'll sell it to cost. So I, you know, I blast it out on Facebook. Say, hey, somebody want to go? I'll give it to you at cost. And so I connected with somebody and and I I sold it to him at at cost. The part that upset me <laughs> was after the show. After I sold this this uh, this ticket to this guy at cost, he comes back to me. He's like, Jonathan, so hey, I, I bootlegged the show. I'll sell it to you for a hundred dollars. You know, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I just gave you an at cost ticket. You gonna bootleg the show and sell it back? I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Did you buy it? No. <laughs> and, and he didn't change his mind and give it to you. <laughs> no, he didn't. I was like, come on, man. Paisley Nights Podcast, we are not naming names tonight. We are not naming names tonight. Interesting. Now, now you know, because so over the years, because like things kind of, I mean, there was the celebrations, 2002, maybe 2003. Did you go to both of those, right? 
I believe so. It Musicology kind of and then Musicology, like Musicology I went to that And then, and then like I mean then things kind of quiet down, right? Yeah. Did you do the 777 shows? <laughs> yeah, there's a story. No, I didn't. So we what had our, the? <laughs> we had our family reunion around that time. Matter of fact, they're about to go to our family reunion now, but we had our family reunion around that time and this year it happened to be in Fort Smith, Arkansas. And so we were down in Fort Smith, Arkansas, and then I get the notice that they're having the shows. And so, but I'm out of town. And I'm seriously considering flying back, bailing. <laughs> but I never go. Because you could have been like, Mom, Dad, I do this all the time. <laughs> so, so, I mean, did you ever lose that edge of just like, hey, Prince is playing, and like, I gotta go? Um, I, I'm sure I did, especially when I was out at Stanford and stuff like that. Yeah. No, but you yeah. did. I mean, when you when yeah. you were at Stanford, you were flying back. I'm saying yeah. like when you get like later in life, like. 2013 2014 2015 like if something's popping were you were you there um a lot of times i i wasn't as um fervent as you know the, the 90s and early 2000s and so forth but i mean life changes a bit right yeah you know you have obligations and so forth so um yeah but yeah i, I wasn't out there as much but I, you know i was out there for piano and a microphone and um that was that was the last one. Some of the Third Eye Girl shows. Uh, yeah, a lot of the Third Eye Girl shows. Um, what would you think about that band? Um, I I thought they were were I I thought they were good. Right. Um. I. It's one thing to talk about the band, and it's another thing to compare them to the other bands. Right. Yeah. Um, they they weren't my favorite band, um, but I I appreciated. Are them. you like just like uh, were you not into? Because they're more like a, a rock and roll. Like, do you kind of feel like you like the other stuff with like the the, the drum loops and whatnot? Or <laughs> I, I I can vibe with with whatever. I definitely do like you know some of the funky stuff, and yeah. and I can I can vibe with the rock and and stuff like that. Um through all the levels but um i don't know that um and don't get me wrong i i still follow uh was it hannah uh yeah yep. uh on twitter and stuff like that and and what all is going on but it didn't seem like they were as versatile right. as um some of the other bands what was your favorite band i already know yeah, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> it you know it, it's it's got to be the uh, MPG, and then you have to figure out which incarnation right. of the MPG. But <laughs> which incarnation of the MPG? <laughs> it, it would have to be you know the Exodus kind of yeah. um, stuff. And Michael, Sonny, Michael, Morris, Sonny, Morris Tommy, Tommy, Maite, Maite. Um, yeah, you know, and they mixed a few other people in there now and then, which is cool. Oh, yeah, even what is it about that band that you liked? What was it that you they would just kill it? You know, it, it's it's <laughs> almost because Prince is I knew that Prince is really competitive and, you know, he likes basketball. And I just can relate it to like when I go out and play when I went out and played basketball, like when I was in high school and so forth, I had the mindset that we are going to kill this team. We're going to rip them to shred. We're going to destroy them. Right. And I could tell Prince and his band had that same mindset on the stage as if they were playing a game. We're the baddest band yeah. in, in the land. <laughs> yeah. like, who do you, and who we you know it. And yeah. we know it. And they knew and we it. We knew it. <laughs> yeah. They knew it. That, I mean, there, there's not, 
there's nothing like it, right? So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Were you at the? Uh, you were at the Sharon Sales Belton show. I believe so. Hundred dollar. I I believe so. I I it all blends yeah. together. We want the funk. Yeah. At the end, at the end of the night, <laughs> yeah. he comes on for the encore, and yeah. like everyone's chanting, "We want the funk." Were you, do you guys? Do you guys remember when uh, Dallas Austin came out? There? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do remember that. And he calls him up on the stage. Remind, play. remind yeah, me, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. Do so, I remember this? So Dustin first never of all, remembers. Dallas Austin. For <laughs> yeah. people that don't know, what producer, music producer, and produced. I know like TLC, and I think was Chili's. Yeah. Baby's daddy. Yeah, and and he. I mean, Prince references TLC when he calls. Dallas Austin onto the stage. Yeah. He's like, if y'all don't know. Yeah. So he gets up on stage, right? And and Prince puts him on the keyboards or something. And he's like, I don't know if Prince told him to play or 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 if we, the audience, told him to play. And so he just starts tinkering around. And we're like, play! <laughs> and he keeps tinkering, tinkering. And I think it was Tia's like, you better play that! <laughs> and he, he, he didn't hardly do anything. Right? It's like... Man, get off the stage! <laughs> Y'all just calling Dallas call, Austin. Call, I'm calling what, what? Man, and you know, you the shoe. Dal- Dallas was a punk, but uh, you know, <laughs> now don't come hunt me down. But he was. He knew that night. Uh, do you remember? I remember that night. Yeah. I remember that night. <laughs> yes. It was a brief stint on the stage. Yes. What, what other what other celebrities did you see out there? Uh, I remember distinctly seeing all of No Doubt, uh, including Gwen, and all of them were really short. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I remember Gwen Stefani walking yeah. right past me. I was like, yeah. oh, shucks. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, Jonathan, he just said they're all short. Like, who isn't short <laughs> compared to you? <laughs> I mean, I'm, seriously, I think, I'm guessing, you know, they're like 5'3 five, ish, five, yeah, right. you, know, you know, and that Prince's height kind of ish. So, but you know, obviously there was Lenny out there and uh, George Clinton and you know Time out there all the time and oh, I I don't know. I, were you at but, the? But you knew people were rolling through. Yeah. yeah. Were you at the recording of the War? Uh, I remember him playing the War. I don't. I don't remember if it was. I think he only played it or, once. Yeah, that's. A, okay. I only remember him playing it once. So you had and, to have been there. Yeah, and it. it I feel it like lasted you were forever, right? Yeah, you were there. It was like yeah. a forty. <laughs> it was like forty-five minutes. And I was thinking, I literally, I was thinking at the time, what is this? Because <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just going on forever. Yeah, for and sure. Sometimes things kind of grow on me, you know. And most of the the, the princess music, eventually gets. Get grows on me, and right. and that was kind of one of them. There's a couple of tracks that still haven't grown on me. You know, like what is he doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I'm critical of a few tracks myself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a favorite song? Um, I I I, I like "Adore." That comes to mind. Top of I remember, I was in France. I was on a trip for college, and I had um brought the cd with me sign of the times Mm -hmm. and i was playing it and i was and it was nighttime and so every it was in a chateau and so all of us were in we're about to go to bed i was playing prince and adore and i was singing all the high notes and everything (laughs) eventually somebody came in it's like yeah can you keep it down (laughs) but so i I love adore 
Um, we got we got a, we got to hold on. We got an affinity for the Paris fans too. By the way, shout out to Gigi. Represent. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. There, I I could name a lot of stuff, and they'll they'll oh, well, be like really off tracks, you know, like yeah. elephants the, and flowers. Oh, that song is bomb. <laughs> now, yeah. right? Do 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 do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, um. Uh, the, the list keeps going. I I, yeah. I get it. How about an album? Do you have a, a yeah. your go to album? Like if you're like, all right, I need to. Well, uh, favorite album for sure, Sign of the Times. Yeah. Uh, for sure. What do you think, think the connection it. to Sign of the Times is? Is it like, hey, I was in the movie and I saw this thing. I <laughs> well, stood no. out there. They gave me $75. Like, I'm, I've been paid to like this? Or That that doesn't that doesn't hurt. But, I mean, I, I really appreciate the different tracks that are on there and yeah. kind of how they all come together. Um, Which is why you told him he needed to play Starfish and Coffee and yeah. he listened to you. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't play it until... Until, until, Jonathan, until Jonathan, <laughs> see, you have not because you asked not, right? At some yeah. point, you just got to speak up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Close mouths don't get fat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of, a lot of tracks, uh, you know, eclectic stuff. Yeah. What, what's life like uh, post-Prince's death? Uh, well, so now, you know, I, I have my, my daughters and they'll listen to prints on the the radio or on my cd or whatever or and they'll hear stuff and they're like that's prince you know and then you know i'll play a track and they'll listen and it'll be michael jackson a little bit that's prince i was like no that's michael <laughs> and then there'll be janet jackson on the radio that's prince no that's janet <laughs> but but she but she's got she's got the minneapolis sound connection yeah. though so i i include yeah. i include janet in the in the yeah. minneapolis sound oh, kind of sure. family yeah. right with with jimmy yeah. and terry like she's connected to us yeah so so now you know it's it's with my my daughters i i play the prince stuff quite a bit and you know i i have a car where it's burned into my uh car's hard drive and so i can pull up tracks uh, yep. all the time and stuff so yeah does a day go by where you don't listen to prince like do you think about him every day uh i think probably about him most days i wouldn't say every day i mean there's there's a lot of stuff in life right yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah um but yeah certainly if if i'm flipping through music and so forth i you know it's it's stuff that i still listen to as well as other things, you know, and he obviously had huge, huge influence on other artists as well. And so I'll listen to uh, people that he influenced and, and people that are totally separate, you know. So How do you feel about like Mark and I both have kids. So we all have kids like and your father brought you to Prince about not being able to share that live experience of Prince with your kids. Do you think about that at all? Yeah, well, and actually, so we did do the tour. You did? Okay. Uh, uh, with my, my daughters and my wife, and we went out to Paisley, and, and so they got to see some of the stuff. Right. But the ironic thing is we had the tour guide, you know, he'd say some stuff, and I'd say just as much stuff as I, yeah. well, no, this this is this and this. <laughs> That's um, where I stood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, they, they still – they listen to, to Michael and Prince. Do, do you guys talking about, so you remember when Michael Jackson passed? Yeah, I do. And um, 
And for the longest time, it, it'd be like Prince and Michael arrivals and stuff. There was that whole bad thing where yep. Michael yep, yep. asked Prince. That Chris Rock interview. Yeah. He's like, who's going <laughs> to sing that first line? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so you knew there was some, some tension, some friction and so forth. But once Michael Jackson passed, yeah. Prince played Michael's songs. Oh, and yeah. you could tell there was respect and For sure. a tribute and yep. so forth. And so um, – so there's definitely, you know, a certain amount of respect that he had for him, even though there's a lot of joking yeah. in between them. Yeah, but I think they, like, I heard a story, you know, and someone's going to need to confirm this at some point, but I heard a story that Michael Jackson would get, like, videos. This is, like, back in the day, pre-YouTube, you know, get videos of, like, Sly Stone and, like, literally would ship them to 7801 Autobahn Road, you know, <laughs> return address, Neverland, and, like, Prince would get these videos. Yeah, I heard that story too. I don't yeah, know where I, don't I, heard. Where I heard it, but I but it, it was out there in the ether. And like they, they would get these videos, and then like it'd be like, all right, we're gonna stop rehearsing for a minute, and like like they would all go and like into this room, and they'd watch these old clips of you know Sly Family Stone, Graham Central Station. Like they would just all come together and check it out. And the videos themselves, Michael would be the one shipping them to Prince. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, can I go back to the the tour? Yeah. What did you think of the tour? I mean, obviously, it doesn't smell the same. The vibe's not there. Oh, the Paisley Park tour? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, for for people that that haven't been able to experience Paisley Park, I encourage them to go. Yeah. It's, it's something to see. Um, it's not necessarily um, for um, people that were part of Paisley Park party crew. Right, yeah. Right, so... Um, I re- I remember when I Triple when I PC. first yeah yeah the Paisley Park Party Crew I forgot about that name yeah. like that was like a that was like a moniker that we wore for a while yeah I I remember when I fr- first time I went out there after it passed I just went out there and I saw that I read the fence or whatever and then I mean after I was walking away it hit me bad you know that you know he he was no longer there and stuff and so I was I was bawling and stuff but yeah yeah so. But yeah, it, the the tour. I mean, if you haven't been there, it's it's worth seeing. Um, right. They do a good job. I certainly wish they would reduce the price of the VIP for the <laughs> celebration. A thousand dollars is a little ridiculous, even though I know they sell sell it out. Yeah. <laughs> so have you only? How many times have you done the tour? Just once. Just once. Yeah. And you ain't going back. Uh, not for a tour. No. <laughs> I mean, not, unless, uh, you know, somebody's in from out of town, I might go with them to right. check it out or whatever. Yeah. So. Then you could be their personal tour guide. Yeah. Hey, there's <laughs> yeah. a whole business. Hey, Jonathan Carter, <laughs> hit him up. <laughs> <laughs> like the tour guides out. I don't know about the tour guides out there. I haven't been on the tour. Um, I have been out there a couple times, but uh, yeah, I don't know what, they, what they're telling you, what kind of information. I mean, they, yeah. they obviously aren't digging that deep. They do the yeah. best they can. Yeah. Um, uh, the the seeing the office was pretty cool because the, they left the office the same way the yeah. yeah that that was cool uh, so did you get you got to be and able you, to make and you some, had never been in that space before sorry Dustin that's um, was my yeah that's what yeah. I was gonna say I don't remember being in in that I had obviously I'd been in the atrium but yeah. not in did the you, office space did you do any parties in the atrium back in the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of course I, I remember the the yeah tell us about a party the in the atrium in atrium. You know, I I just remember it being um, really nice in there and really funky and so forth. I I just I don't remember like any of the songs, any of the music. Or I just remember 
the way it made me felt yeah. feel, which was, you know, this was the place to be, you know, you know, we're special. We, we're, <laughs> this, so. is, this is the vibe. Yeah. This is the vibe I've been looking for. Yeah. <laughs> so give us one last story. What's one last thing you can share with us about your days at Paisley Park and Prince and I mean, what, wherever you want to go with it, Jonathan. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, one last story. Do you have a favorite a favorite uh, show out there besides piano and the microphone or anything like the piano and the microphone that stuck with you? Were you there the night that uh, he came out without slave on his cheek? Yeah. I just remember that. I just remember us looking at each other and being like, "Oh, it's on." Yeah, well, it's I mean, because he did that during Gold, right? Yeah, I believe um, so. And so, um, so yeah, I, I was there for that, and um, they all just blend together. That's yeah. I, I when when uh, I want to say it was when Lenny was out there, or whatever. But anyway, they had um, they had kind of a VIP area, and then they had the regular folks area. And for a while, obviously, we had we knew all the security and stuff like that. And so me and Dion were just roaming about. And so, just going and so wherever we, you want. <laughs> and so we went into the VIP area. You know, we were munching on stuff. And, you know, security's <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey. And so then eventually we, we come back out to the general folks. And then security gets to know, oh, well, that's supposed to be for VIP. <laughs> and so I think Tia tries to go in there. And like, no, no, that's a close <laughs> So, um so that that whole thing, and I I forget which show that was, but I remember getting into the VIP. You were you, you were not supposed to be there, <laughs> yeah. but you were. I mean, you were VIP. I mean, Prince was yeah. taking your advice. Yeah. You're writing the reviews. You're you're getting out the word to the people. Yeah. I mean, I think the whole Paisley Park scene would have been uh, very very different without Jonathan Carter in Definitely. it. Definitely. You know, yeah. I mean, like your your imprint and your impact on this group of people, I think is uh, is big. Yeah, and just so many connections. You know, not obviously not all of them that I still connect with or whatever. But um, at the time, it was it was great to make those connections and uh, you're like meet the, folks. You're from... like the president of the Paisley Park Party crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. You know, what we need to do is we need to find your reviews. Yeah. And then we come come back for another recording, and, then and we'll we... read them, oh. and then they'll bring back <laughs> memories right yeah. there. Like, yeah, we need to, we need to do that because that that they were sm- written to evoke. Yeah. Memories as if you were actually there. I would be fabulous. I was, I was writing for people that c- couldn't make it. Yeah. Sorry, it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. <laughs> you, so you're coming back. We're going to find them. We're going to get them out there. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. Sure. Like the stories. Appreciate you sharing just what you got, man. Anything else, Dudley D? I don't know. Not unless Jonathan's got anything else he wants to share. I mean, we uh, what a wild ride. What a yeah. wild ride. So cool. Well, we appreciate the time. You know, for all the folks out there listening, definitely check us out on uh, Facebook. Search Paisley Nights. All of your podcasting applications. Like us, share us, give us some reviews. We're on Twitter. Dudley D, what's our Twitter? Uh, Paisley underscore Nights. Yeah, Twitter us up, retweet us, do that thing. We uh, we appreciate all y'all following us, all of you listening to us. We uh, we're gonna keep doing this. Thank we, you to Jonathan. Yeah, big thank you to Jonathan. We like we uh, said at the beginning. Part, like Dudley. we said at the beginning, like. I don't know what it was like a year or so ago or yeah, even more than that. We talked that. about starting yeah. this was like this is the, the short list of like five people you were 
You're you, definitely one of them. Yeah, so we, yeah. we're reaching the peak now. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's, it's, all, all, downhill it's, all, it's all downhill from you here. You can stop. Let, no, just kidding. No, listen hey. to the next podcast. Yes. It ain't over. <laughs> it ain't over. It ain't over. We, we are going to keep doing our thing, keep telling these stories. We're going to get them out there. We really appreciate y'all listening. This is Paisley Nights. We are chronicling the days of wild. I am Mark Bondi here with my co-host, DJ Dudley D. And we out. Peace and be wild.